The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. From the Philadelphia Eagles to the Kansas City Chiefs, a former University of Alabama standout, once known as the Mighty Mouse, number 29, Mark McMillan! And also we have Mr. BNE, the man in the middle. From the Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Byron Evans. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters, put them up, tighten up, we some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans, we give you a reason to tune in every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving, if he's pushing Phoenix, we're bringing the cutting edge. Fourth season, Phoenix alone, show them how it's done, we're on, forceamericasports.com. Yeah. Yeah, you know you gotta bob your head to that. Man, y'all off the hook. Again. You got, you got, you gotta bob your head again to that. Y'all off the hook. First, first of all, I want to off, off, off the top. I know a lot of people are focused on the NFL draft. Man, we ain't going there. It's your birthday. I, it's your birthday. Oh, on, it's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't know I can sing, right? Yeah, so I ain't yeah, gonna yeah, let yeah, that yeah. go, man. First I, thing first, I I'm did. interrupting. <laughs> it's my boy Max's birthday. All y'all <laughs> out there know that he think we just gonna let that go. <laughs> ain't gonna let it go by, man. God bless you, brother. You got another one. I appreciate. As Herman said, we tricked him again. I appreciate. <laughs> Just a couple days ago, I tricked him. So hey, we yeah, were, yeah, yeah. it's a tourist thing in here, man. Thank That's you, Jesus. We, we bullying it. We bullying it right <laughs> Happy now. Happy birthday, so, bro! I definitely appreciate it. But I, I, I got man, I, I'm so blessed and, and, and so grateful. Over, man, I was talking to my son today, man, o- over like 1,500 messages. Wow. Uh, from just saying, like, happy birthday from my phone, from Facebook. To, now, here's the thing. But come on, Mac. This, this is the one crazy. time. This is the one time, Mac. I sat down. I ain't have 1,500, but you know what I did? I sat down, and I at least said, thank you. Oh, no. I, I've, been, I've been on this. Everyone. Thank you. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm that's the that. only I'm time that. I do that. Birthday, that's your day. You should at least show that appreciation that no, one I'm, time. I'm, show I'm that, that love, in. bro. I'm going to get that. Okay. And for people that are following me on Facebook, uh, I'm sure you guys probably seen the reply. Like I said, man, I've been on this phone all morning just at least saying thank you for the people that's that, it, that yeah. you know, at least passing by and uh, showing their respect and showing their love. I'm, I'm definitely grateful. Uh, a lot of people are like, what are you going to do? Uh, you know, my, my big thing is you know, being able to wake up to my family and seeing my kids. Uh, I know a lot of people uh, you know, know what's going on down, down south pretty much uh, in Tennessee, Mississippi. But uh, all my, 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 you know, my thought process, man, has just been going focusing on Tuscaloosa. Uh, that's, you know, where I went to school at. Uh, so many people have lost their lives. Uh, there's so many people out there that, that's helping out. Um, I'm getting daily texts, uh, daily emails. From uh, former guys, Saran Stacy, John Copeland, uh, Eric Curry, uh, Clyde Goode, Antonio Langham, uh, Perry and Kerry Goode, just to name a few of the guys uh, that's on board, man. It's, it's all hands on deck, as uh, Sean Alexander tweeted, uh, that we need to come together. Uh, LaRondo McClain, the fullback for the Baltimore Ravens, uh, he's actually from Tuscaloosa. Uh, so mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of guys that it hit, you know, hit close to home. Uh, Shannon Brown was a D lineman on our, on our uh, defensive team. Uh, lost his daughter. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, yeah. He lost his daughter in in, in the uh, in the tornado. So uh, my, my prayers go out to you, Shannon. If you're out there listening, uh, if anybody out there from Alabama is listening, if you see that young man, I did send him a text and an email. I know, I know he's you know he's he's in a different different mindset. You know, you're not going to ex- respond to everybody, but 
it, it's the way the, the way the world is going, man. It, it, it's crazy, you know. It, it, it really puts things in perspective, Mac. You know, it's like like a thief in the night, man. You come one day, you be here, and another day, you be gone. You know. Yeah. So you know, our, our hearts and prayers. Like I said, uh, even got an email from uh, you know Coach Stallings. Uh, you know, he drove all the way down from from Texas. Uh, you know, set up his grill and, and just started grilling hamburgers and chicken uh, just on the side for a lot of people that don't have water, don't have food. Uh, a lot of people, you know. Much respect uh, the coach to do that, man. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, he, he's a hard-nosed guy. He's a Bear Bryant guy. A lot of people, you know, like what he did. And a lot of people, you know, they, they wasn't used to that kind of style. No, But no. Uh, we knew, uh, you know, he, he's a player's coach. And when you say a player's coach, this guy bleeds Alabama. You know, he's a he was Texas A and M coach, but he bleeds Alabama. And uh, you know, for him to get in his ride, drive all the way from Texas, uh, you know, and, and set up a grill on the on the side of the street, right? And just set up, you know. For he thought about to, that. He he thought yeah. about that before he did that. He knew right. exactly what he was going to go there to do. Right. You know, and he felt as if all those years, those people supported the University of Alabama and continued to support the University of Alabama. And that was just, you know, for him, that was for him that was something small. Right. You know, for us, we know that that's big time. Right. But for him, he probably didn't even think about that, right. Mac. Right. Loaded that, up the truck, boom. And that, that's that's part of the things I'm sure we all, um, uh, from our status, what we've done as far as athletes, on our standpoint, we show up at an event. Uh, people raise money because of we're there. Uh, we help raise money for a lot of different charities and founda- foundation foundations as well. But we don't know the real magnitude of it. We just think that we're showing up and, and, and making a difference. But there's a lot of people that uh, you know we affect from just our presence of being there. Mac, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have you stay on me because there's a company out there right now of which I'm trying to work with to help develop a relationship here at Voice America Sports. And, and I'm going to throw a name out there. Kurt Wise. I'm going to call on Kurt Wise and I'm going to ask Kurt and Wise Code to see what they can do on your behalf and the University of Alabama and all those people down in that area that have been affected by this. Let's see what we can do to try to help you at Voice America Sports. Yeah, that would be awesome. I, I'm trying to, I drew a blank of the young man. He's an offensive tackle for our, for our football team now. Uh, you know, the reports that he was thrown out of his house like 50 yards. And uh, his girlfriend didn't survive the uh, the, the ordeal, so there is, it's it's hitting real close to home. If everybody, if anybody's ever been down to Tuscaloosa, that is a school. That mm-hmm. is uh, a small community. Uh, you know, this is time. You know, a lot of people talk about Haiti. A lot of people talk about what's going on in China. Uh, it's time for us to step up in our own backyard and uh, help out a lot of people, uh, even people from Auburn. You yes. know, they've even teamed up and, and came down, and you know, all the rivalry and the bitterness. Uh, it's not. It's not. You know, it's, a lot of people understand the rivalry, but when times like this, and you can get some people that you know uh, that really don't like you because you you went to a, dirt, a certain school, and all of a sudden it comes together, just goes to show you uh, how precious life is, and and it's only a game. You know that that we always talk about. There, people get all caught up in it. Like at the end of the game, at the end of the day, it's a game. It is a game, and and when we cut, we all bleed the same, and 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 this basically is is a deep wound. Of which a lot of people have been cut down there in that area, and it's it's just it, it's sad. It really is sad. But you know, sometimes it, it takes something like this to bring right. communities together right. to understand how much alike we are, as opposed to how much different we are. Right. And I know uh, you know a lot of people uh, you know from from our tradition and uh, thousands of you know you got a hundred thousand people just a week ago, mm. just a week ago for the spring game. Now you know you just imagine you got over it's probably over two hundred thousand people that was actually there on campus. Uh, you know, and, and for that to have a uh, a great showing, 
everybody was excited about the draft with the draft picks that we got going on and four guys and, in the first round. And you know, you know, the man upstairs said, you know, I'm I'm bigger than all that. Bigger than football. Yeah. So you know, I'm gonna show y'all, you know, what's what's really going on. And uh, it, like you said, it always takes something real tragic for people to always, you know, sometimes wake up and be like, man, we really need to do something. But you know, you know, thinking about what you just said, Mark, in, Mark, in terms of, of athletes, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't have to put those young men on the spot because I I know the kind of character men that they are. I I know Nick Saban. Nick was my coach, as a matter of fact, my mm-hmm. senior year. And and I, I you can expect something big from those four men mm-hmm. that when the first went in the first round, you can expect something big from those men to help out those people in that area. Mm-hmm. I can get I don't know them. Of course, I know Mark played against Mark's dad, right. but but you know you're going to see something big from from those guys. You can believe that. Bet yeah, on that. You, I, you, like you said, you played for Nick. I, everybody I know has played for Nick. Uh, you know they preach that same thing, and, and it's like Coach Stallings. You know he, he instilled enough. You know to work out to help. You know don't worry about yourself. You know as much as you worry about helping somebody else because it, you know we're in a position that we were able to uh, generate a lot of interest because of our status or whatever. So whatever I do, whatever Byron does, uh, we know it's it, we don't sit there and, and want somebody to pat us on the back for doing something great. You know, we, we you know if the man upstairs can give us a pat on the back, that's much greater than, you know, people you know, throwing money at you or, you know, you got the young lady who wants to holler at you because whatever, <laughs> you know, we already you know, call it like it is. So, hey. But, uh, you know, for, for Coach Stallings to do that and uh, Saran Stacy, you know, I text him, uh, that day, and he texts me. He's like, "Man, I'm down here at Tuscaloosa. I'm doing whatever I can just to be there." And everybody knows the the, the tragic you know, tragedy that he's had. He's lost his whole family, right. besides his daughter. Yes. So, uh, you know, all those people that was praying for him, uh, he's just returning the favor and doing what's right. You know, it, it's doing the right thing. And uh, big props to my man Clyde Good out there who's battling uh, uh, cancer as well. Uh, he, he's fighting, man. I talked to him yesterday. It's a little tough, man. We text back and forth. But uh, to know that your guy is going through that, and also text uh, Kevin Turner uh, to make sure he's all right. Everybody know he's, he's suffering with the ALS. Uh, you out know, of Philly, right? Yeah, yeah out of yeah. Philly. Uh, so big props to Kevin. You know, he got back with me, texted me back. Um, so, so everything is pretty good, man. Uh, you know, a lot of people lost their homes. Like, the homes are gone. Wow. You know, we, we sit here and, you know, just talk to my son, and he just realized uh, – you know the the value of it and, and and how precious life is. And we went to his basketball practice. Just, usually he'll just mess around in basketball. He just go goof around. But yesterday, I don't know what got into him. Uh, you know, for me talking about it and he's seeing it on TVs. Like man, those you know those people don't have a home. You know, I'm I'm yeah, lucky. Yeah. So he was out there balling. He had one of the best practices I've seen. And you know what? That that's interesting because you never know what what might touch a young person at at an age. Uh, that might change their entire lives, you know, something like that happens. And you normally when we see these type of things, you think that's a third world country. You're not right. thinking that's the United States of America. Right. What? That happened down south? For real? You yeah. know, those kind of things just normally don't happen here in this country. But, uh, you know, again, you know, shout out to the young man, you know, that he, he it touched him like that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and and that you've even, you know, taken the chance to speak with your son in such a way that something like that would affect his life and, and realize, hey, dad, you know, what can we do? Right. You know, maybe there's something we can do. If it's just, you know, get the message out on the show tomorrow, you know, Dad, maybe you should talk about that on the show tomorrow uh, to let people make people aware of it because uh, I didn't know how bad it was. Right. Because like last week, I, I told you, Mark, as a matter of fact, my wife being from St. Louis, Missouri, mm-hmm. it, you know, we come home from church and we find out, wow, the night before, it had hit in St. Louis. Right. And, uh, you know, lives were spared there. And, we, we you know, we're, we've always been taught. And we believe, we don't question why. Why did nobody die in St. Louis and so many people were affected and died, you know, in in the South? And, 
it, it's one of those things you just don't question, but you want to make people aware, make people realize how precious life is. And obviously, you've done a good job with your son. I uh, definitely appreciate it. Like, you know, I always tell people, and he's everywhere I go. You know, all of my pictures, everybody like, man, you're with your son like 24-7. I'm like, that's my guy. You know, you know, obviously, you know, I'm not going to tell my background situation. That's that's a, that's for the book. But, uh, you know, being a being a father, that's a, that's a job that you have, uh, you know, make sure your kids are safe. Make sure they're aware of of their surroundings, uh, not just the, the glitz and glamour and the money of all everything that comes with us being professional athletes. But the real side about it, because once all that is gone, you know, you, those same people that was calling us back in the day asking for tickets. You can't find you can't find them juggers with a flashlight. You can't find them on Facebook either. <laughs> <laughs> They're not there. Yeah, you know? so so big big ups to all the people that's been supportive of me. I talked to my mom just a, just a few minutes ago. Uh, big props to my Happy mom. Happy birthday, mom! So you know my brothers, uh, you know Ray, Reggie, Trina, my sister, Ray, uh, Ray, other sister Beverly. So they're behind me one hundred percent. And those are people that I go to war with. You know, those are people that's always going to be there. And I always talk about people. Uh, advertising on athletes You see on Twitter mm-hmm. Everybody's like Hey come meet my guy At this club And promoting this club And promoting that guy I'm like Save your money You can advertise yourself You know what I'm saying Come on Voice America Sports Get yourself a show We'll get you hooked up You can advertise yourself For a whole hour That's right You know you gotta pay nobody To sit there and hook up a club You can go in the club And get it for free anyway Get up on that table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Y'all took me back. Yes, took me back. A lot of people get mad at me. It's like, oh, you're hating on the... Uh, the uh, no, I'm not hating on that, you know, because you talk about the agents. You're nothing but an agent. Right. You know, well, you're working for the player. And I don't think a lot of young guys know that, that, you know, especially the guys that's coming out now, they work for you. You don't work for them. Bottom line. <laughs> Bottom line. So, so you got you to make sure of that because when the, when the lockout was done, ain't nobody getting no checks. And they're sitting there like they promoting you, but you're like, why am I paying you some money and I ain't getting paid? Baby sitting over here would need some shoes. <laughs> Bottom line, when you, when you mentioned when you mentioned that about agents and, and, and players and, you know, if the agent was so strong and could do so much, OK, get my money. How come I'm not getting any money? Right. Go get my money. You know, oh, I can really only get money when I'm doing something. You really can't get me money. That's the truth. Right. 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 See, I mean, there's so many ways that reveals itself, but I, I don't want to. I don't want to hate on agents. I'll do that later on another show. <laughs> now, I, I never, I never hate. I don't want to say. You know, a lot of people's like, why you go so hard on uh, the NFL? Why are you? You know what? Because there's a lot of guys that played the game before me. That if it wasn't for those guys who laid their life, like you know, we, you know, we played with a little bit of patent in our helmets. There's guys out there that played with leather helmets. Mm. Absolutely nothing. Wow. And uh, I was reading on an, an, an article in Sports Illustrated. I can't remember the guy's name. He's a Hall of Fame running back. He makes $300 a month uh, from, from his pension. Wow. $300. He's in the Hall of Fame. And that's embarrassing. And they're talking about it. That's where I talked about this a little bit on my show, Mark, where they talk about perhaps maybe a 60% increase. You know, so they're going to increase his pension by $180. So now you're going to get $480. <laughs> Come on, man. That's embarrassing. You know, you got to give him at least a minimum. And uh, I'm embarrassed to tell people that, you know, because most people don't think that, that there's somebody actually out there receiving a pension that played pro football Mm -hmm. and they're making $300 a month. In the Hall of Fame. That's embarrassing. Now, you can go to Canton. You can see this man's had a buff and everything, laid the foundation for us, and then he can't get no more than $300. Yeah. So maybe perhaps maybe the young players coming in the game today. And that's one thing, you know, I, I think something should have been said yesterday. Now, there was a debate about, when the guys were asked to come to New York City, mm-hmm. if they should forgo that invitation and, and make a stance for those who came before them and showed 
the world that they were in support of that. Right. Some of them, obviously, the ones, the majority of them said, the hell with that, I'm going to New York. Right. But I think there should have been some gesture that they could have done on behalf to recognize I'm in support of what, what happened and how I got here and those who made it possible for me. They didn't do anything. I, I, you know, and somebody had to, somebody should have said something to them. Before Dion talked to every last one of them, you know, they should have said something, hey, Prime, that you represent the people who came right. to this game before me. So I want to let you know that I came to New York. I know some people didn't want us to, but I want to thank you for what you did for us so that I'm in this position today because I'm about to be an instant millionaire. And I want to thank you for making that happen because, like you said, Mark, some people only making $300 in a pension, which lets you know what they made when they played. Nothing. See? And so, <laughs> come on. You, I didn't see one player. Now, I appreciate the fact a lot of them said, you know, hey, thank Lord Jesus. I appreciate that. Right. But I didn't hear one player say, also, I want to thank those guys who played before me. So, you know, they got a little bit of, you know, something they got to work on. Right. Some, there's, there's something about character and, and the respect for those who came and paved the way before you has not been instilled in them yet. So we got to have some meetings. So who, who does that fall upon? Does that fall upon, you know, the, the parents? Uh, does it fall upon their college coaches not, not informing these guys and getting those guys prepared? Now, you can see the difference between a Nick Saban coach guy as to, uh, let's say, a Pete, Co- Pete Carroll coach guy? Well, I, I would say this. I, I would say, you know, because I know both of those guys, I, I would say both of those men are, are character men. You know, I, I would say that, you know, there's some, probably some, you know, crossing and teetering the line of ethics of the business, but they're really both principled men. But, but I, I would certainly say this. I would certainly say that they should have taken upon themselves that their young men are in the spotlight. Okay, if you're going to make our program shine, you're going to make yourself shine, you're going to make your family shine, you know, let me give you a piece of your message that you should put out there. Mm-hmm. And take the time. You know what's at stake here. You know, those coaches, both of those coaches you just mentioned, had been at the highest level in the National Football League as, as coaches, as head coaches. You know, and so they know what was at stake. They should have said, you know what? Let me put a phone call. Let me put a bug in somebody's ear and let's let's separate ourselves from everybody else and let's take a message that hey we are in support right. of those guys who did this before me you know it's like you know it's like right now when we we realize how blessed we are when we see the the tragic down there in in, in Mississippi in Alabama right okay so the tragic look at Earl Campbell yeah that's yeah I, I didn't know it was that bad yeah look at Earl Campbell I didn't know it was that you bad. know and so I, I, ain't, I ain't you know I ain't hating on Mark on you not you Mark but Mark Ingram right. but somebody should have got to them you know and maybe we might be part of the problem too but somebody from now on needs to get and say yeah hey we gonna change this this that's, this will never happen like this again especially not at a moment like this where you could have made your place in history you could have taken the time out and said thank you Earl Campbell thank you somebody thank you know come right. on and so, uh, yeah, there, there's a problem right there. And I'm going to say it starts with the players and our sharing our messages. You know how you talk to kids all over the country. As a matter of fact, you know, with the organization you're working with now. Right. You guys talk to kids all over the country. Right. You know, maybe we need to start reinforcing them, um, you know, making them aware of what's currently going on. We got a caller on hold. That's my guy, uh, former Alabama great. Uh, Should have won the Heisman Trophy winner, man. My, my, I, I can't say enough about you. You know, I'm always on your jock two seven. We got Saran out there. Saran, you on there? Yes, I am. Hey, hey what's going? 
Hey, I'm doing. Hey, I'm doing good, man. I definitely appreciate you calling in. Uh, like uh, you're down there in the war zone, man. I'm sitting here in in, in uh, sunny Arizona. Obviously, my hearts and prayers go out to everybody down in uh, in Bamo. You already know, man. That's our that was our home. You know, that's where we stayed at, man. So, uh, can you give a, a little insight, man? Because I've been getting texts and calls. What 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 is the scene like? Yeah, praise the Lord, brother. I am. Uh, first of all, I'm happy to be back on on your show. Um, I'm actually en route back to Tuscaloosa. You know, I just come from there uh, this past, what, Thursday. Uh, it was, it was uh, an F5 tornado come through there and, and just, you know, have wreaked havoc. I mean, it is houses are destroyed, businesses are destroyed, uh, people are without home, electricity. Uh, there's been over, uh, right now, the death total is over 40 people. And that's still climbing as they, you know, digging and still trying to find people, uh, still trying to identify bodies. Uh, it is a, uh, you know, it is a, it's a terrible situation. Uh, you know, Barack Obama, uh, he has come in with a state of emergency. Um, you know, everybody's in like a surreal moment, Mark. I mean, right from, from Ellen's apartment, you know, you and I both know where that location is. Right. And, uh, the houses are just the 15th Street, you know, where Dunkin' Donuts and right. all, all of that stuff is destroyed, and so uh, it is. It is. It's a lot of despair uh, that's going on. Uh, people, Red Cross is there. People are donating. Uh, you know, I know. I know you out there in Arizona, uh, but you know, as much as you know, your prayers can do. I mean, you can donate some water or get funds. You know, churches are stepping up from all over the United States, and. Uh, and it's, it is not just in our area in Tuscaloosa, but just right up the road in uh, in that Franklin County area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, they they had they had they had a truckload. They had three truckloads of dead bodies. Wow. You know, over 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 146 people. They have, you know, they can't release the names because they have they got to get in touch with the family members. Right. And and, and the morgues are are totally filled up, and so they're putting them. And, and, and freezer in, in chicken farms. Uh, so, I mean, this thing is, uh, they, we don't know the, the death count, uh, total for the state of Alabama. Uh, so it's going to be well up in the hundreds. Uh, so, I mean, that's kind of, you know, what's going on. And I'm, you know, I'm heading back to our all, you know, where, where, you know, our alma mater, where you and I, you know, have just sown so many seeds there and, and you know it's it's just tough. You know, Gene Stalin is there. Right, I see. I seen that. I seen that, man. Yeah, I, yeah, Nick, yeah, yeah. Coach Saban is driving around. Nick Saban is driving around, giving out water bottles to the workers. There's, I think there's uh, two thousand troops there right now. Um, so you know, there's, there's there's been a great reach out. And at the end of the day, nothing nothing is more powerful than someone's prayer. And so, please continue to pray for Tuscaloosa. Pray for the state of Alabama. Pray for the victims of this horrific uh uh tragedy. Yeah, I, I see I seen that with Coach Stallings, man, and I and a lot like you say to to know him is to love him, you know. If you're looking at it from the outside, a lot of people are like, man, he's hardcore, he's mean. Yeah. This dude has yeah. a uh, has a the best heart, man, the, the softest heart. Uh obviously he he's real tight and he he stays to his word. He's always been faithful yeah. to his word. Uh, yeah. I was you know, like uh, sitting here with Ray Ellis. He's on the show as well. He said he probably knowing Coach Stallings, he didn't even think about it twice. He just got in his ride yeah. and just been like, "I'm going to go help." 
Yeah, you know, that, and, and that speaks to the man character, and that's the way he trained us, Mark. And and Ray, I want to say hello to you, brother. And uh, you know, at, at at the end of the day, man, you know, we just got to reach out with our prayers. Uh, you know, Mark, one of our teammates, Shannon Brown. I know you right. know Shannon Brown. Right. You know, his daughter, his twenty-one-year-old daughter, she was a victim. Right. Uh, uh, you know, so it's it's a lot of it, it touches. But you know, when when you when you connected with a former player, just like when I walked through my tragedy, you know, Coach Brown right. was there. You were there. Many players that came out of nowhere, and and that's what's going on at at, at the Capstone right now, brother. Hey, uh, hey, Stace, man, it's Ray Ellis, man. How you doing, hey. bro? Ray, how you doing, man? Man, doing great. I'm I'm doing wonderful, man. And I, I just want to give a shout out to you. You know, I uh, you know, of course, have been a, a great fan for a long time, man. And I really appreciate uh, you showing this side of you, of which uh, many people know about, but many people are, are learning about for the first time. You know, if you could, in your own words, Stacey, I, I know you probably have never seen anything like this in your life. I told Mark, you know, I just shot Mark a little note. You know, I'm thinking yeah. that probably her, her uh, you know, uh, Hurricane uh, Hurricane Katrina was probably the closest thing that we've seen here. But in your own words, is there any way you could probably try to describe to the people there what it really looks like? Because, I, you know, some people, you know, words can do it, but if you paint a picture for them, yeah. uh, you know, and like you said, you ask for prayers, but you, if yeah. you could just tell them how bad those prayers are needed because of how bad it really is. They are. You know, I was walking the street right down from Ellen's apartment, Mark, and I saw a woman, uh, she was pregnant, she had a baby uh, with her, and she was actually a student at Alabama. A lot of the, the students are, you know, though they did not die, their homes were destroyed. I mean, they, they have totally canceled finals. Uh, graduation mm. won't happen until the summer. Uh, this F5 tornado, it was a mile wide. It, it, was, it, it came out of nowhere, and it came so quickly. That there was, if you were in a home, you still were not safe. The only thing that, that would save your life if you were in another location that it was not coming through. It, it was that deadly. And, and as I was talking to this woman, she was sitting there crying with this child and she was saying, point at her house. And these were, these were brick homes. Hmm. You know, these were well, you know, well, you know, um, uh, established homes, you know, well put together homes and, and, and they were demolished. And she was sitting there crying, my home is gone, my home is gone. And, there, and I looked around, there was no one there to even just, you know, are, are you okay, are you all right? Uh, there was no electricity, there was wires on the ground. Um, you know, I didn't know where she was going to go. She didn't know where she was going to go. It, it was just a surreal moment. And helicopters were flying around everywhere. People are walking around everywhere. The streets are blocked off. You can't even get to, you, you can't drive. Trees are everywhere. They're down. Big, huge trees are in the highways, and 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 it, it is just a bunch of confusion. No one really knows, you know, what to do. And it's getting dark. You know, what is mm. going to do? It's nighttime now. There's no electricity. Where are you going to go? And so you, you just you, your heart goes out uh, uh, to people. She just one people. She's just one person of so many others. Wow. They, they don't have enough manpower there. There's not enough police officers there. You know, I mean, they, they sent the National Guard and state troopers, but it, it is a situation that uh, is unfolding as, as I speak right now, you know. And so, I, you know, I got home to get my little daughter, and we're going back up there. 
and uh, I'm just going to be able to just do do my part, Mark, you know, and Ray, and just to do my part, you know. And so if, if you're listening to my voice, if there's something you can do, I know you can pray. You can just pray for the state of Alabama and pray for the victims of this horrific tragedy. But if, if you're able to send some financial funds, check it, uh, into your local Red Cross or check with your church or, or some venue that could be able to bless someone down here because... Uh, there, there's a lot of loneliness that's going on, brothers. Wow. Hey, Stace, let me ask you another question. Now, you mentioned this woman and this child. Did yeah. you see a lot of that? Are there a lot of people that don't have any place where they can go? I mean, the, the houses that were destroyed, were yeah. these people, I mean, did this happen, am I correct, last night? was? Did it hit yeah, yesterday? It, it, it came in Wednesday. It came in it came Wednesday. And so Wednesday it came... at about 5 o'clock Central Time. That's about three o'clock uh, your time out there on, on the West Coast, and 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 people have really they're they're stacking up in different uh, locations like uh, uh, churches, uh, community centers, uh, but that can only hold so many. Wow! And and um, you know, and so some people are going from like you know they're busing people out of the state of Alabama and taking them up to North Carolina, uh, you know, places that are opening up like a shelter. I mean, it is so it's so like Hurricane Katrina, but it, the difference with Hurricane Katrina is that this thing right here, it gave you no time. It, it gave you absolutely no time. And then you could have taken shelter, but if that storm come uh, came across your home, that was it. Wow. If, if you survive, you only survive by the grace of God. I was talking to two students who, you know, they were in their house. And their home was picked up off the ground and taken, taken. I think um, uh, over forty feet. Um, yeah, yeah, over forty feet. It was moved up into the air and hit the ground. And wow. by the grace of God, they survived. I mean, they. I mean, they have like injuries, injuries. But can you imagine your whole house being just picked up? And just shift it over somewhere. Yeah, I got the message also. Uh, I know with, with the A-Club, we're over like, what, 3,000 members of former NFL, uh, were former just Bama players, period. And uh, seeing that Martin Houston's uh, church was uh, completely destroyed, yeah. but he but he made it out fine. So, uh, and he just, uh, I guess he just built his church. It was the grand opening on Easter Sunday. So Easter it, Sunday, he had his launch. It was awesome, man. It was just great. But there it is, you know. This past Wednesday, the, the entire church got wiped out. He had been working for over, I think, over two years, you know, in launching his 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 own private church. I mean, his own church that he was going to be steward over. You know, Martin's been in the ministry for 20 years and never right. had his own church. And and that's just one of so many more stories. It's just, it's, if I, it, and I can't even paint the picture exactly the way it is because if you just get there and be walking around and you you can feel the heaviness you can just feel it in the air and but you know what there's hope too you know there, there's a hope you know the rebuilding process has already started people are showing up people are i mean people are showing up out of nowhere former players are showing up right you know passing out waters working cooking hamburgers you, you name it just whatever we can do we're going to do it because that that, that speaks to the type of coach that, that, that we were under. Right. It also speaks to the community 
of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Hey, and that's another thing I wanted to mention too, Stacy. I'm sure right now this is a thing. There's no color involved in this. I mean, you know, when you talk about Alabama, you know, some yeah. some people believe that you know it's some of the most racially divided parts of this right. country is, is in yes. the South. But right now, yes. everybody is helping one another. Is that yeah. correct? That is correct. You throw your ego out the door. You throw your preference out the door. You 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 throw your prejudice out the door. You know, whites and blacks are out there together. Rich and poor are out there together. You, you name it. You know, Chinese, American. We're all out there together, man. We're trying to survive. You know, and we're trying to come together for the for the greater cause. And uh, and, and I, you can see it right there up front. You know, I mean, I mean, and. And on, on a lighter note, you even got the Baptists and the Methodists together. <laughs> <laughs> you know? that, that don't happen down there, huh? <laughs> no, no, it don't happen down here. The <laughs> That's a Bible belt down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and so you got everybody working together, man, and it's um, and it's needed. You know, it it is needed because this city won't get rebuilt, and and lives are just literally destroyed. You know, we're there, you know, offering prayer for people. That, you know, I mean, I, I know what it's like to lose a wife. I know what it's like to lose a son, to lose a daughter. And I, and, and a lot of people don't have answers. That's why I was talking to with, uh, uh, Shannon Mark. Uh-huh. He, he was just dumbfounded, man. Right. He was angry. He said, Seren, I'm angry, man. I'm mad. Right. You know, he said, that's my little girl. You know, he said, why, why my little girl? You know, he wanted to say, well, you know, why, why would God do such a thing? Right, right. You know, you're just there to just support and and just to give just just give words of encouragement you know yeah. because we yeah go ahead i'm sorry no i was i was saying like uh you know i i sent them a text i sent them an email and uh, yeah. you know i've been on, on on facebook and just and twitter and just saying uh yeah. you know it, a lot of people are going to be angry uh, at God, like you know, why yeah. would He let something like this happen? You know, and uh, yeah. it just goes to show us, you know, you got to be ready, you know, because because uh, yeah. it, it can strike at any minute. Like I said, it came uh, with with no notice, you know. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and we all know that the town of Tuscaloosa that, that that's our school, that's that's our uh-huh. home. You know, those people are the yeah. people that came out and supported us one hundred percent. Those are people that right. uh, you know the, the the campus is in the neighborhood. That's you know that's right. that's a school. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I, I can't. Uh, I, I was just thinking about, man, what can I do uh, from this end? I know, you know, we have a tournament coming up uh, at the end of May, so I'm definitely right. going to donate uh, parts of the proceeds and the money that we raise, and yeah. uh, you know, anything I can do on my end, uh, I, I'm going to do it. You know, it's just, you know, because yeah. I can't yeah. just sit well, back. Yeah, cause like yeah. you say, it's dark right there. Yeah. You know, it's dark, yeah. and I'm sitting it here is. in the light. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Mark, you're doing it now. You're doing it now by allowing me to be on your show to talk about it because someone has heard it and and it, and, and another thing about you know Ray, I mean you brought up a good uh, a good point about the race issue about black and white and you know what that that F5 tornado it went through a it didn't go through the hood it went through a pretty good neighborhood a middle class neighborhood and businesses and wiped them out and so it didn't care what color you were amen if if, if you were in its path. You are not going to survive. And, Mark, you bring up the, the most important point is that, man, you, you need to have your soul right. You need to have your spirit right, you know, because no one knows when the death angel is going to come knocking at that door. You know, no one knows. You only get one life. You right. only get one life on this earth. and But your spirit is going to live forever somewhere. And so how you, how you live this life, not by your works, but... It's only if you accept that Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior is going to determine your eternal resting place. 
Amen. I, hey, Stace, I just want to say you're exactly right, man. It, you can't earn your way in, into heaven, you know. It's not going to be your work. But I, I'm going to say this, and, I, and I, I want you to understand this is coming straight from my heart, man, that, that, you know, the Lord is using you in this particular case. I mean, there's many times that things happen in life where we're, when we're angry, we can look at people and we can say, you don't understand, you, but you don't understand. This didn't happen to you. And I say that. That's why I'm saying I'm saying this in love, Stace, and embrace this, brother. You can stand there and you can tell those people, no, I have been here. You're going to make it. If you're still here, God left you here for a reason. And I'm here to help you now. And there's going to be some other people to come in and help you. And, and those people down there and you, y'all going to recover, man. God got something good for you. Yes. Yes, thank you, Brother Ray. I received that, Brother. Yes. I received that word. Yes, yes, yes. So, Lil Shelly, Lil Shelly going to be rolling with you back down to T-Town? Yeah, she's in the back, man, now. <laughs> she's back there with her info, so she's going to get out and serve water, too, man. She's going to give out water bottles, and, and she's going she's gonna to say, she's going to say, God bless you, and then she's going to say, roll tide. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey, how, how old is Lil Shelly now? Mark, she had a birthday, uh, you know, this past March 29th. Okay. So eight years old and she had her Mother in her school she had her uh call it very special day and that's when the, the parents come to the school and read a book with his daughter or son and so you know i got back home to do that with shelly to pick her up and and we're going right back to t-town that, that's and, that's awesome man and uh, yeah you know. amen amen man just She's a miracle, brother. Yeah, I know. I tell people all the time, man. All people's like, man, you do so much work. I was like, you know what? I yeah. said, I, I got, a, I got a warrior out there, man. That's on the road. Yeah. That's you know, I, I, you know, yeah. I, I can't, I can't put it in words. You know, every time I, you know, you get on the show, you know, I, I tell people that you're on. Uh, it, yeah. The first thing that comes up is, is a yeah. strong man, blessings, yeah. awesome, amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah. words, words like that. As far as you know, we yeah. talk about sports guys being heroes. Man, yeah. you, I tell people it's like, man, you're you're a real hero, man. You survived. Yeah. Uh, you and Shelly survived when you yeah. wasn't supposed. We, I didn't know. Yeah. I, I thought you were right. gone. You know, I thought yeah. everybody yeah. was gone. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That night, Mark. You know, they had even up in the Philadelphia. They had you know the reports was that I was dead. And for your viewers who don't know my story, on one night, a drunk driver struck my van and murdered. Because that's what drunk driving is. It's a murdering act. He murdered my wife. He murdered my 10-year-old son, my 9-year-old daughter. He murdered my 2-year-old daughter. He murdered my 18-year-old daughter who was in college. Five people walked, did not walk out of that van that night. And only two people, Shelly and myself. And by the grace of God, we are alive. You know, they, they pronounced Shelly dead at the scene as well. Right. You know, she was four years old at the time, and she just turned eight. But there it is, four years, the grace of God has given her. You know, 42 years he's given me. And, you know, I'm not suicidal. I'm not thrown in the towel. There's more to my life that's left. You know, don't tell me that Christ cannot resurrect me. <laughs> Amen? Amen. He has resurrected my life, brother. And, and, and so and I'm, a, and I'm, I'm a living testimony. I'm a living sacrifice to the power of God. And so, Ray, you're right on. That is exactly what I tell people. Man, you, you can come through this. Yep. You know, this too shall pass. Right. The same God that resurrected me can resurrect you right now on the spot. So, wow. amen, neighbor. Glory to God. I appreciate that message, man. I and and I'm glad you received it the way you did. I and I, I didn't doubt that you would because I I can feel the passion 
uh, for yeah. what you believe in as you as you talk with Mark and I on this show. And that yeah. and I'm, I'm going to make sure that we rebroadcast. I listen to the other show many times when you were guests here yeah, in the studio yeah. with Mark. <laughs> but uh, this is another one that needs to be replayed. So whenever you're, you're not here, Mark, and you ask me to replay a show, this is going to be it because this is a true testimony. And a lot of people need to hear, you know, these encouraging words. Yeah, because it's going to be it's going to be like that for a while. So yeah. this is this is something that a lot of people yeah. probably didn't get a chance to hear. Yeah. Every time I call in, I say, if I can't make a show, I say, pull up the Saran's show, pull up the Kevin Turner show. You know, don't don't just pull up with me and Byron just having a good time talking right. about football guys right. making a lot of money. Uh, let's let's talk about some real life stuff that uh, you know some somebody might hear this show. And, and and you know, get in their car and drive down there and maybe donate something. It might be a big wig that that's sitting on you know a hundred million dollars or something, and, and, and might own some uh, some some hotel supplies, blankets, uh, sweaters, uh, heaters, generators. Uh, you know, these are all things that people are going to need down there. So yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that, yeah. You know, if, if somebody's out there listening, I don't care what you are. You know, you don't have to say your name. No. You don't have to be noticed because you know there are going to yeah. be some people you know that's going to be donating that. that, that Why don't you that, give out the number in case Remain, wants to call, Mark. Uh, you anonymous. Uh, if you want to uh, call in, I can give you some information to places to donate. 888-346-9144. Uh, continue to get the uh, emails as well. Uh, the Red Cross is collecting blood if you want to go down there and donate. Uh, I even uh, tweeted uh, Sean Alexander saying there's a line of people in the hospital waiting for surgery. Uh, you know, they're going on the first Jeez. priority or the higher priority. So just imagine, you know, you, you're, you're wounded and uh, you got to wait in line, you know, not even knowing your faith. So uh, prayers out to those people that haven't received that, that treatment yet. Uh, and just to the whole city of... Uh, of Tuscaloosa, Mississippi, yeah. uh, Tennessee, yeah. uh, everybody yeah. that, that that's affected by it. Definitely our prayers to you and Shelly on the road, man, because, uh, you, uh, you know, when people see you, man, it's, uh, I tell you, when I see you, man, it's like a miracle. It's like I'm looking at a miracle. Yeah. And, uh, you yeah, know, we, we, we were uh, college roommates. I uh, ended up being roommates yeah. in Philadelphia. You know, we, we, yeah. we did a lot of crazy stuff. But, yeah. uh, you know, the stuff that you've been through and the stuff that we've all, uh, both been through and be able to talk to you live on the phone, man, because yeah. there's guys that we play with, you know, Andre Waters, Reggie yeah. White, that we can't call yeah. up. You know, we, we yeah. can't call those guys. And, uh, you know, yeah. I, I feel honored and grateful that I can call you. I can call yeah. Clyde. Uh, pre- appreciate uh, Clyde text me back yesterday saying he's fighting like heck, man, uh, you know, beat cancer. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Turner yeah. responded back to me. Uh, so there, there's a lot of stuff in our in our in our Bama family alone uh, that mm-hmm. you know that, that we got to continue to uplift ourselves. And the more yeah. I text Clyde, the more I text Kevin when they receive it and, and text me back, that just shows me like, man, I, I'm here. And you know, I know yeah. if I was going through that, I would want to hear from my guys too. You better believe it, yes, sir. You better believe it, brother. We'll be right there for you, just like you're here for us. And and you know, as a thing about the Word of God, it says Jesus says, "Love your neighbor." as you love yourself. And that's what it's about. It's not about football. It's not even about, you know, black or white or rich or poor. It's about who is your neighbor. Right. Man, my my neighbor my neighbor is the person that I can go donate some blood for. Or, or my neighbor is the person I can pray for. And so my neighbor is somebody that God brings me into their path at a certain time in uh, uh, of my life. So, I mean, that is that is what it comes down to. And, and, and I thank God for for men like yourself that are out here, not only you know, not only being good role models, but out here loving their neighbors, making a difference in their communities, 
making a difference in the world, man. You, have to, you can't put a price tag on it, brother. Right. Definitely appreciate it. Definitely appreciate that. You know that. what's amazing to me is I, I'm looking at the media, and, I, and, you know, and Mark, you know, we came in today to do the show, and Mark and I had, uh, Mark had put down a couple things that we were going to talk about, but this was at the top of the list. And, and I can just say this, you know, when you look at the media, I know the president here just recently was, was scolding the media, you know, as they continue to, to haunt him about yeah. his birth certificate. <laughs> and it's just yeah. amazing to me that yeah. this story was not big enough for every media out there to interrupt their programming to let people know how bad it is. There are people walking around right now in the United States of America that don't realize how bad this thing really is. Right. That is just crazy. That That's crazy. So we're going to continue to get the message out there to make people aware. We'll tweet. We'll Facebook. We'll do everything we can. We'll let them know uh, the numbers of which they can call to help people out. But uh, again, this is something where this is the United States of America and we Amen. all need to come and be united and help out. Amen. Hey, Amen. I de- hey, I definitely appreciate you calling in uh, two seven. Thank you, Mark. Hey, uh, give Thank me, give Mark, me, give me, give me a call. Text me. Let me know that you guys I made will. it down there safe. And uh, like I said, I can't be there physically, but but definitely yeah. give uh, you know everybody hugs and and, and prayers and uh, flip a hot dog or a burger for me, man. If you see Coach okay, Stallings, man, tell him I said I love I him. Thank you, brother. All right, take care, brother. Okay, take care, brother. Bye, bye. All right, all right. That was my boy, uh, two seven man. Down there, in the, he's down there in the, in the battle zone, man. He's down there where it's at. Like you said, a lot of people didn't know. No, um, they don't know how bad it no. really is. And uh, until you see it, uh, I was telling my son, you could just imagine because I know how the school is set up here in Phoenix. If uh, if you just wipe out everything from from Tempe all the way to the stadium, everything is flat. Wow! So the the only thing you can pretty much see from from certain areas is the stadium. And when you say flat, you, you, what 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 people need to understand is almost like uh, when there's a building that we decide to blow up and that building flat. just falls down. Flat. That's what it looks like. Nothing, just flat. So uh, you know, like I said, man, for him. I can't say enough about that guy, man. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> he has an amazing story, Mark. And, you know, uh, of course, I, I think I was here when that happened to him. I think it was 2007 or 2006. Right. And, and I had relocated. And, of course, you know, I, like I said, being a fan, once you come out of the game, you become a fan. Of course, I was living in Philadelphia uh, when you guys were playing there. And uh, and so, of course, I, I, I know uh, uh, the story, you know, right. and the whole thing about Stacey and the way he does. But, but, but for him to be able to talk, that you can feel how strong that man yeah. is and how much he believes in it because he can walk you through the process yeah. and tell you each one of his family members, I mean his Five. immediate family that died. Five. And and he says it which with, with so much strength that but I'm okay. Yeah. You know, my wife died, but I'm okay. My right. daughter died, but I'm okay. You know, and, and, and to walk through it and say, not only am am I okay, but I'm gonna go down here. And talk to some other folks to let them know that guess what? You can be okay too. Right, right. Because if I withstood this and I was, it wasn't a situation where, you know, I wasn't around, you know, I was there. I was, as a matter of fact, he was driving a truck. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and then, you know, the story did come out that, that, that he was not here, that right. he had gone on. Right. You know, and so I, I just, man, man, I can't find words to just show you how much respect I have for, for that young man as he continues to go on with his life and to raise a daughter who was in the accident as well. She was, yeah, she was. And in, who, was, who, was, who was flatlined. She was in the uh, passenger seat behind him. <laughs> uh, everybody else didn't flatlined, make it. Uh, you know, man. we t- you talk about his wife, Ellen. She was actually my roommate my senior year. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we yeah. didn't, I, introduced, I, I didn't introduce him, but, you know, I did fly them all down. Uh, Andrea, Julie, uh, and, and, you know, Ellen flew them down because I made it. I was like, you know, I'll make sure that I take care of you guys because uh, they looked out for me. And, uh, you know, from that day on, they were they were hitched, man. Wow. And they got married and 
uh, had a good life. And we, we joked about that. He's like, man, you introduced me to our wife. Mm. And uh, I really didn't, I didn't read all the stories. I just heard about it. Um, I didn't want to hear about it because, you know, not only did I know that, I was like, man, he's dead and she's dead. I was like, man, that's, that's two people I went to school with. That was right. my roommate. You know, he was my roommate. So until I heard it, you know, heard it and then I didn't see the pictures for like, man, like five or six years later, uh, you know, well, actually two years ago, he came here and he spoke at a church and I seen the pictures on the on, on the video screen when he was doing his testimony. Right, that's when and he I came to the show. It. You had him on the show. Yeah, I, I lost it, man. I couldn't because I was the first time I ever seen him. Oh, he I, shows, he actually, in his testimony. He shows a he, clips oh, of, wow. uh, of his family. So, yeah, it's it's amazing, man. So if you're out there listening, uh, if you just tuned in to Voice America Sports, you listen to Mark McMillan, host of Hard Hitting Radio, special guest, my man Ray Ellis as well. Uh, make sure you go and Google Saran Stacy. Uh, if you're going through some hard times and you think things are really tough, trust me, if you Google this man's name and you read what he's been through, you're going to go outside and probably run two miles. Yeah, and we all think, you know, and, and that's the thing about it, man, because we all do. I don't care. And, and sometimes you gotta you got to understand that to certain people, that is their hell. But then there's a there's a real hell that some people go through and think, you know, oh, this has got to be what hell is all about. But then, you know, you know if you believe... God controls the doors to hell too. <laughs> you know, right. He gonna send you there. He don't have to send you there, but if that's where you choose to go, He gonna right. open that door and let you go wide and go straight there. But when something like that happens, you feel like, man, what? Nothing worse in the world could possibly happen to. When in his particular case, yes, yeah, something could happen. He could have died, right? You know, and he could, and his daughter could have been left here, and everybody could have been gone. gone. Yeah. But they stayed here, man, and, the, and right now they're right back in a truck. Traveling, rolling, rolling, <laughs> Roll, rolling down it, to, a, the to help somebody yeah. else. People are trying to get out and they're going in, and they're going in to help somebody else, yeah, man. So, so oh, that's, that's strong, man. Yeah, that's, so a, I, that's a beautiful one, man. Definitely appreciate. You, all, you my know, man. And, and let me say this too. You always hear the bad things about. How come ain't nobody telling his story? You always right. hear the bad thing about football players and athletes. You know, they're always making it rain. How come you can't tell that story? Yeah, yeah, making it rain. I, I was telling my son, uh, obviously, you know, my story is, is like almost a miracle just to make it to the level of, of the NFL. Not long, uh, just that, but but his story, I looked at E3, E60. I'm like, there's no reason why his show should not be on that show. See? There's like no, if, if that show, I guarantee if that show is, if they get him and, and air what he's been through, that's going to be one of the top shows. I'm surprised. I think Brian Gumbel should. You know, maybe we should send a letter to Brian. You Brian, know, Brian, real if you're sports. Out there yeah, if you're out there listening, man. Take off that toupee. That's, a, that's some real sports, uh, yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, that's that's a real that's a real deal. So if you're out there listening, anybody out there listening, if you got a bit network, let's do, uh, ESPN, yeah, let, let, let anybody, tell at, that story, at, man. anybody at ESPN, definitely get my man's story about uh, and even what he's doing right now. Yeah, he ain't done. But he's there. <laughs> Somebody, he's, a, a, a microphone should go by that's there and stops. Oh, oh who's that? That's Stacey Serrano. Bam. There it is. We, we got to talk to him. I mean, look, if he can come and help anybody, right. there's no excuses why you can't come and help. Right. And I, I know when people, you know, I always talk to people back and forth from Facebook, from Alabama, and when they see him, it's like, you know, people are in shock. You, you know? don't know. You want to ask it, but you don't know if it's okay. And that's right. what I was saying. I told him I brought it up in love because I know that it had to be hard for him to even think about that. But, you know, but many times, you know, like we in the streets, we go to the hood. You right. know, we try to talk to the crack addicts. Hey, look at the crack addict. Look at you like, you ain't never smoked, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how you know? It's you easy. Tweet. You, tweet. How, you don't know how hard this is. How you going to tell me something like that? Your and all I can say to him, you know, you go to the prison. You, you work to help some of the cats. Yeah. They're like. You ain't never spent no time in here. What you, you know? I mean, what, you're right. I'm what trying to get you, you up out of but, here. <laughs> you see, but but when Stacy, Stacy, he can go word for word with her. Okay, you lost one. Okay, all right. That's all you lost was one. Yeah, one loved one. Okay, come on, bro. Let me tell you about my story. Five, Shh, man. The whole and he had to go to two separate funerals. Oh man, 
in one day. Oh, you know, you just imagine you, you you bury your wife and you then you bury your kids in that same day. Yeah, man. You know, after you know, he, he was just out of the hospital. You know, he was you know he was you know heavily sedated, but he made it through, man. So I'll uh, tell you what, you know. They many times they say that you know there's nothing new you know that ever happens something's always happened. I don't know anybody that lost five loved ones in no. one accident no. <laughs> where they all died and you and your daughter were pronounced dead. But the Lord bought you. I, nobody. He's he's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know another story like that. <laughs> you know he's it. You're man. right, man. That's what I yeah. describe him. People, you know, it's like that's, that's my guy. You mm. know, I, I, I we all been through some stuff and uh, you know we lost loved ones and, and it hurts you know to lose one. Yes. Could you imagine losing five? Yeah. In one shot? Yeah, man. Like, whoo, you know, when you wake up, you got to hear that news. Like, okay, you know. And, and then another thing about that, man, he, he, like, if I'm not mistaken, he they just picked his daughter up from college, right? Yeah. Yeah, she was going, they was going to, uh, uh, they were actually out looking for a car, uh, you know, because she was getting ready to go to college. Uh, great, great, uh, great athlete. Uh, I was getting ready to go, you know, and, and they were going to look for a car. And it was like, you know, we didn't find one tonight, so we'll go back tomorrow. You know, so on the way home, obviously, uh, you know, like I said, he described the junk driver, but uh, you can hear it in his voice, man. If I, you know, I talked to him off the mic, uh, it, he's still a little angry, you know, yeah. but because, uh, you know, I don't know a lot of people know the situation. There were uh, 911 calls for like minutes and minutes of, you know, this guy going down the wrong way. And, uh, you know, he, he, he missed so many people. Oh, uh, you know, man. before he even hit them. So it was like, you know, this guy's weaving in and out of traffic, going down the wrong street. Uh, and then, you know, when they pull out in the intersection, uh, that was a car that, you know, that, that it evidently got hit. So, uh, you know, it, it was a definitely a, a testimony in itself. Uh, you know, he, he's definitely living out uh, his, his wife's dream as, as uh, you know, being in the ministry. And uh, I know she's looking down right now and, and, and looking at her little baby in the back seat going mm-hmm. like, you know, she can't, you know, just imagine she's passing out water, you know, for people that was probably praying for her. She has no idea. That's an angel, man. That's what she is. She's an angel. Yeah. So, you know, she's eight years old and she's out there passing out water, you know, maybe getting on the grill and, and just happy. You know, she's always going to finish up when you talk to her. She always says, roll tie. Wow. wow. <laughs> she, she always finishes up, though. So she's a, she's like she's a Bama angel, man. She's mm-hmm. uh she was she was uh, christened and pretty much by everybody. You know, everybody was praying for them and, and they made it. And uh, so, you know, I know a lot of people's like, man, you didn't talk about the draft. I ain't worried about the draft. The draft? Yeah, what, yeah. What was that? <laughs> the draft. I, I, you know, I didn't even watch Man, the draft, but congratulations to all the guys that well, did you, well, get drafted. Well, let's say this. There's four guys from Bama. Yeah, that was, I think that, that was. Drafted. I think that might have been history in the first round. You know, four guys that got drafted in the first round alone. So big ups to the, uh, to the Alabama guys, and big ups to all the young men that got drafted. Just make sure, uh, if anybody's out there listening, uh, stay humble, stay hungry, be smart, and don't be out there in the club making it rain. Because when it's done, you're going to be looking at them dudes making it rain and be like, man, what is that? You better pick that 20 up off the floor. Yeah, and, and, and one, one thing, you, you want to make a lot of, you know, you want to you have a lot of honors. You want to be honored. You want to be recognized for a lot of things in the draft. But I hope none of you make this list. The right. worst draft picks of all time. <laughs> don't be don't be on that list don't be on that don't be no first round they talk about you know the the, the worst draft picks of all times in the first round right you know you don't want to be on that list and there's there's uh you know I, I talked to one of my buddies he said the the downside about that uh, a lot of people get excited about a guy getting drafted in the first round he has so much pressure on his on himself to perform 
And all of a sudden, he's out of a job, and you know those are the guys that can't function because all their life in high school, all American, yeah. college, all American. All of a sudden, you're a first round pick, and you're not living up to that potential, and you're out of the league in two or three years. Those guys can't function. No, you know if you, and and that's the thing about being drafted in the first round. That is the only round of which you're drafted in, where and maybe I maybe the second round, but most of the time the first round. You know, people expect you to make it, and, and they don't expect you just to play. You know, a couple years. You, you're supposed to have a long career, yeah. unless you get hurt. <laughs> you're supposed to have a long career, but that goes hand in hand with not just the players, because whatever round you're drafting, you're going to welcome it, you're going to receive it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that falls on those people out there who are in a position, the personnel who are saying that this person is a first round pick. Right? They they might have been the ones that made the mistake more than the player. <laughs> the player can't say, "Oh no, don't draft me." The right. I'm, a, I'm a third round pick, man. I ain't no first round pick. Don't you're do right. that. You're no, right. it's the personnel people who have said this person is worthy of a first round pick pick him so they they really put the pressure and and then you're right that person who may not be a first round pick has to do the best he can to perform and 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 maintain a career in the league that's worthy enough where people say okay yeah he's yeah, yeah i could see he was a first round pick he played what 10 years 11 years something that's right but mad liner man reggie bush <laughs> now let me okay, let's talk about <laughs> reggie i will say this real quick on reggie I'm not so sure that I agree with people who are who want to call Reggie a bust already. No. Because I would say this. I would say that the New Orleans Saints, that season that they have. He was balling. If Reggie Bush is not there, <laughs> you don't win that Super Bowl. Yeah, he was balling. That, that whole season, you know, Reggie Bush was the reason why and he contributed to you being a Super Bowl, because, a Super Bowl champ because you did not expect Reggie Bush to be at every down back. Right. And the production that he provided you that year is worthy of him saying that he was a contributor to that Super Bowl team. If you take him away, you don't have, Mark, you know how it is. You got an extra weapon on the field like yeah. Reggie Bush. Yeah, he's you got to count for him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, if the Arizona Cardinals, you know, could pick up Reggie Bush, they better pick him up right now. If anybody needs they need more somebody like Reggie Bush. They got to have somebody to hand the ball off to him. <laughs> well, I, well, well, here's the thing about it. That's exactly right. <laughs> and and, and, I, and they didn't do that the other day. But 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 Beanie needs a break. Beanie, big right. boy, go in there and then put Reggie. Talking about change of pace. So I haven't given up on Reggie Bush yet. I, 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 like my Not son, yet. That's, that's my son. He's getting ready to say something. Go ahead. I don't think he's worried about the Heisman Trophy. He's sitting there on his couch watching his Super Bowl and looking at his ring. You're right. That's the bottom line. He got a ring. <laughs> he got a ring, and he contributed to that's the, you right. know, he, that he, ring. He so. can pull out. He can pull out that highlight film. He can pull out the game replay. Yeah, yeah, I did my. He thing. still won the Heisman to me. I don't care. They can take it away. Oh away. man, he still won the Heisman. Well, well, or not. Uh, uh, what you're gonna do? You're gonna go back through the list and say, okay, who won the Heisman this year? This year, Reggie Bush won the Heisman. Reggie Bush won that Heisman. They might have took it from him, but he won the Heisman. He is a Heisman Trophy oh, winner. Yeah, you know, because yeah. you you go back to each Heisman, and I'm sure you can. Vince find Young someone. don't want it. Vince Vince said, don't give it to me, yeah. right? So, <laughs> Vince Young, like, I don't know what Vince Young wants. I, I ain't gonna even talk about that, brother. So okay. that's what we don't see him fighting in the strip club this this off season. So well, Vince and Jamarcus might be hanging out together. Yeah. Oh, with Jamarcus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Vince, uh, hey, yeah, Vince, about to be under. Did they let him go already? Yeah, oh, he's gone. They let him go. No, he's still there. They, okay, he's gonna be. They gone. say they're gonna cut his cut their strings, right? Well, you know, since the lockout, ain't nothing, ain't no movement been really going. Yeah, on. Yeah, but, but 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 today, Vince's got to go. Yeah, I, I was, you know, I was pulling for him, but he did some really. He was acting like a little baby off the field, but but He's on the like field, on the field, Vince can still play, but off the field, Vince got some problems. Yeah, Vince, Vince yeah. got issues. Yeah, he does. He needs to stop being a baby. And Jamarcus, ain't Jamarcus from L.A.? Jamarcus Russell. Yeah. No, he's from Alabama. Oh, yeah, he's from Alabama. Wow. 
Man, come on now. It's all right. So thank everybody for listening to a show. Uh, it's over? Yeah, it's over, man. That was, a, that was a whole hour. So if you didn't listen to the show, make sure you tune into the show. We're on iTunes as well. It'll be on the website. That's right. Go to voiceamericasports.com. Thank everybody for listening. Uh, I'll be in Houston next week. I'll be out there coaching some kids. So go to juniorranksports.com. Check that out. Get your kids signed up. Get coached by the pros. Can I say it? I ain't never said it. Can I go say ahead. it? Roll Tide. Deuces. <laughs> that was my son. Yeah. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. That's another show. Thanks again for joining Mark McMillan and Byron Evans for Hard Hitting Radio. Come back and we'll do it again next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Put them up tight. We some hard hitters. Mark McMillan. Come in, Byron Evans. We give you what we can do and everybody in it. Ain't nobody leaving. If you're supposed to clean it, we're bringing the cutting edge. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.